Welcome everyone to episode 262 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic is going to be the recently released kind of old school JRPG, I Am Setsuna. Uh, came out, what, two weeks ago maybe, I guess. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's an RPG, uh, which can be long games, so we wanted to give it a little time to marinate. But I, I don't know that we any of us really got the chance to play it more for ha- having waited god i hope so <laughs> i didn't yeah i mean i played a, i played as much as i could but i probably about halfway through at this point so that's pretty good yeah i think uh you have a pretty good handle on a yep. jrpg halfway through absolutely uh and a good handle it's a shorter game too so yeah uh you know halfway through is is good 10 hours worth i would say i would uh, agree so that's going to be our main topic. Anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Oh, God. I feel like I played something. What the hell was it? Oh, it's not new, but I did buy uh, Pro Evo Soccer today because uh-huh. it's on sale on uh, Xbox One. So I did play a little bit of that. I didn't get to play much else uh-huh. all week. Just Rocket League here and there. Uh-huh. Very nice. Corey, anything to tease? Absolutely nothing. The only thing I played was Pokemon Go in addition to I Am Setsuna. Yep. Same. Will, you have anything you want to tease? Got nothing, Dan. Nothing. All right. Lean. It's a lean week. (laughs) It might be a lean episode. Early bed for everyone. Yeah. Hooray! It's fine with me. Uh, So I Am Setsuna was developed by Tokyo RPG Factory and published by Square Enix. Uh, the story is it follows Setsuna and her companions as she journeys to sacrifice herself to save her people from the growing monster menace. Um, Corey, we'll start with you, uh, since you probably played the second most, right? Would you say about seven hours, you said? Six hours? No, closer to five. Five, okay. Um, I, I the, One of the things, I know it's supposed to be uh, very much like a chrono trigger type of thing, but I didn't get chrono trigger from it other than maybe the combat i got more tales of symphonia yeah did you i kept whenever i played i kept getting like tales of symphonia vibes from it and i'm not even really sure why i got the chrono trigger vibe mostly the first time i was on the world map Mm -hmm. something about the world map made it feel just like chrono trigger and the way the characters walked around exactly it was more the feel of it than the map itself because overall, so far, I hate the world map. The okay. Game. I think yeah. it's incredibly boring and uninteresting. Uh, and my thoughts overall on the game, it may, it may be a stretch to say, I think the name Tokyo RPG Factory is appropriate because it feels like this was a factory-produced JRPG uh-huh. in that it doesn't have character to it, uh-huh. I don't think, personally. Okay. Uh, graphically, you know, that's one of the selling points on the game, but for me it felt a little muddy. Right. Yeah, right? It doesn't. I don't think it looks very good. Yeah. Um, and I think there's potential for it to look good. I just don't think they took advantage of... Like, I feel like the style is there, but they didn't take the extra step to add the touches mm-hmm. to make it really pop. Sure. It's not polished. Exactly. Uh, the music... Although, in most JRPGs, this piano soundtrack is something I would appreciate here and there. When it's the entire game, it start, starts to grate on me a little bit. Yeah. 
So I'm not a huge fan of the soundtrack. Um, the combat is interesting. I do have fun with the combat. And uh-huh. Although it took me forever to figure out the flux and momentum system yeah. and how all that worked. And it wasn't until hour four that I finally figured out if you press X when you attack, you get to use all that stuff. Uh, which is probably on my, my fault. Wait, what? I, reading I missed it too, Corey. It took me longer than it should have to figure that out. It, I, I was probably in the three to four hour range before before I figured that out, and then I, before I figured out how to add more spin spin traits uh-huh. uh, to your repertoire. It took me again three to four hours to to figure all that stuff out too. What yeah. is all this stuff? Well, the, the whole system. Yeah, the momentum system. The... It's 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 time presses similar to uh, uh, like Mar- Mario RPG. So I've just been doing one solo attack for my three hours, and it, I could do way more. Yeah. Um. The way wow. you, you know, you, uh, did you notice that bar that's on the right hand side of your character's name, the circle that fills mm-hmm. up, and it'll get three dots on it. Once you get a dot on it, then you can do the X momentum presses and. I, I guess depending on the attack, like it's you do do it right before or during or I think like immediately after uh, mm-hmm. an attack, it works too. Depending on the type of attack, similar yeah, to like did my you guys RPG. not do the tutorials to like read any of it. I never read oh. any of that stuff, Eric. Oh, so I'm the only one that did. So yeah, I, I did that no, no, no. from the start. I, I swear to you, I read it, and you can watch the video of me playing the game. Of you can watch me reading it, and I still missed it. So it just didn't connect with you. I guess not. <laughs> And I, I knew about it, and I'm like, I never figured out how to activate it. So I guess I just missed the part where it said, you know, you have to press this button to to do this stuff yeah. every every attack or when you have the the momentum built up. Uh, but I guess there's incentive to do it every time. You know, you kind of want to build it, build up the get the dot. What's yeah. it called? What's the terminology here? It's just the momentum system momentum system uh and okay. if if like if it's your turn to attack too and you wait it fills up faster it'll fill up when you attack yeah. it'll fill up when you get hit but it fills up the fastest if you just like hold on when you're when when it's your turn to attack before you even go into any of the menu stuff yeah um, that's the easiest way to build it up yeah uh but just going back to my thoughts overall it's it's i mean like i said it feels factory produced and, like, the trailer is the best part of the game, in my opinion. Yeah. And it really demonstrates uh, what could have been, which, to to the five hours, to the, to that point in the game, I haven't really seen. Like, even going into some of the towns and stuff, it's it's mostly uninteresting. Uh-huh. Um, and, and going back to the map, like, one of the things that was great about Chrono Trigger and other older RPGs is you see the world map, and there are places on there that are enticing that you may or may not be able to go to and if you can go to them there's nothing to do there yet where in the first five hours of i am setsuna it's kind of uh just one place to go yeah that's where you need to go and that's it there's nothing surprising along the way it's very linear like there's one maybe two places that you can go to but the, if you go into the second place that you're not supposed to go yet, like there's just nothing you can do there at all. You yeah. just pretty much have to walk back out and go to the exact place you're you're headed towards. Yeah, there's no carrot on the stick. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I love seeing that stuff in those games. And when you finally get there, it's like, oh yeah, this place that I couldn't do anything before at. But in I am Setsuno, it's just like a series of islands. So yeah. far, that might change. I don't know. Um, but uh, I think that's another missed opportunity in the yeah. game. 
Yep. And I mean, it hasn't what? done that up until halfway through the game. So okay, it's all well, been very very linear thus far. Yep. Uh, I do like the I forget the name of them, but the more difficult bosses. Yeah. That are optional. Yep. Uh, that drop rare items and stuff like that. I think that's a nice touch, and I hope there's more of that. Yeah. Uh, but I, overall, I, I just to me it feels like a really good mobile JRPG. Yeah. Which is Ooh. just mediocre. I'm not done with it. I want to play more. Um, I think there's probably more to it that I just haven't wrapped my tiny brain around yeah. yet. But um, so far, it's it's just mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I like it. I like it a little bit better than you do, Corey. Uh, but I would agree. I do think it's a largely average game. Uh, for me, like you, the the best part of the game is the combat system. Um, I really like, especially uh, placement of where the people are and and what attacks they do and how that moves them around the map. Uh, that stuff actually ends up being really important with uh, like combos and stuff. Uh, so, like uh, one of my one of my characters has a, a move called Demi. Uh, and if she uses Demi, it sucks everyone into the same spot. So then you can, you know, you can hit them. Cyclone. Yeah, cy- hit them with a cyclone or, or some other attacks that that do like kind of area damage. Uh-huh. Uh, but also like uh, some of the enemies that you fight will explode when you're done killing them. Uh, so you kind of want to use attacks that keep you out of their range uh, to so you don't get hit with the the self destruct ability at the at the end of a battle. Um, and one of the other things I like about it too is you're kind of uh, you, you're almost required to like switch out your party on the fly when you're uh, dungeoneering. Yeah, uh, it helps you keep your characters uh, evenly leveled for one thing, but also like you know once you have a character that runs low on health or or magic points, you know, you swap them out for one or the other characters in your party, and it's it's very easy to do that. Uh, so that's another another thing I like about it. You know, you. you kind of have your A-team ready when you know you have to go into a boss battle. But other than that, you can kind of experiment with uh, with combos and stuff and when, which party members work, work well together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on the music, too. Like, uh, I like it, um, but it, like you said, it gets it get, kind of gets old fast. Yeah. Um, it's a nice piano music, but I don't think it's as well done as, like, uh, Child of Light piano music. Yeah. That's true. Well, even in like older uh, JRPGs, you'd have your uh, your your soundtrack, and there would be that one or two piano pieces that stood out yeah. because they were like morose and touching. But when it's yeah. a whole game of that, yeah. none of them stand out, and it's just like, okay, sure, this is getting to be a bit much. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Even though there are, uh, I'll give him some credit. It's not terrible, but there are riffs that I've heard that I'm like, yeah, I can, I can dig this. Yeah. But I mean, you go back to a game like Undertale, and that Snowden Town track on the piano is just incredible, and still sticks in my head. Sure. Uh, and and this hasn't quite reached that level. Yeah. All right, Will. Let's get your thoughts, and then we'll, we'll you and Eric can 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 kind of tag team too. Eric, feel free to chime in. Because you guys, I, you, you... I basically echo Corey's thoughts. Okay. I think it's a very. Uh, I think I like it less now than I did before, without even playing any more of it. Uh huh. And I think part of that is because I literally had no desire whatsoever to go back and play it. Yeah. Uh, other than for the podcast, which to me is usually the sign that I don't like it. Right. Right. If you're um, just playing it to uh, to be able to talk about it, and for no other reason. Probably doesn't exactly. Mean, yeah, and sure. uh, like Corey said, the graphics are kind of shitty. 
Uh, like he's it, basically, it just feels like there was no heart put into it. It was just kind of shit out. Yeah. And um, the music to me, like at first, I really liked it. Like Corey said, the more I listened to it, it, it kind of felt like misplaced in certain points. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't make sense in a lot of, a lot of the parts that uh, the weird chords were being played or something. It just was weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the setting was boring. It's just a it's just a boring game. The story. I don't think the story even comes close to making up for how boring everything else is. Right. It's not unique enough. No, and I'll probably never play it again. Will, what do you Damning got? words from Eric. Well, not really. <laughs> People that listen to this podcast know that I don't like those kind of games. So yeah, that's true. I was honestly surprised you played it. I didn't think you were going I, you to. Know, I, I, I don't know why. The trailer. I, no, it's oh. not even that. I, I've been feeling like I want to try JRPGs again, just because. Yeah. Like I, I feel like at this point I want something linear. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Sure. So. I don't know. I figured I'd give it a shot. It was new. It's getting decent reviews, but I just don't think there's enough there. Yeah. And I understand it's like it's a forty dollar game, but yeah. it's a very I don't know if, if poorly made is the answer. I don't think that's the word, but like it just like Corey says, it's just not polished. It's yeah. forced out kind of. Huh? It's also it's it's a game that's kind of hard to evaluate because the whole like marketing idea behind the game is that it's it they're not trying to be something new they're trying to harken back to those mm-hmm. older jrpgs and did they succeed at that i mean probably but it's just when you're looking at it through the lens of today it's like well okay so how do i judge that you you can't really because like back in the day those type of jrpgs pushed the boundaries you know like your yeah. chrono triggers push the boundaries now you're going you're going back back in time and like uh I saw I read this somewhere but someone likened uh I am Setsuna to uh Pillars of Eternity which Pillars of Eternity is a great example of an older game style brought into the modern age with modern more modern uh ideas in it and and modern uh, game develop game development uh practices and stuff and you know it feels like it feels yeah. like a Baldur's Gate brought into today and, and updated and all that stuff, you know. Uh, whereas point. I'm Satsuna, it it you know, there's nothing super interesting there, you know. Yeah. It feels like it belonged on the PS two or or uh the original Xbox, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and and to me it's just uh little touches here and there I think could propel it to that. But I just think they laid an egg. On, on them, uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Like, I I like the snow setting. I do like that. But one of the best ways to like add warmth to the game and do something interesting with the snow setting is to maybe contrast it with like warmth of going into a tavern or something like that. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. And yeah. and it just never it never takes advantage of that. Do they even reference how cold it is? Uh, not that I can think of. Yeah. I mean that doesn't mean it wasn't referenced, but yeah, like the, I don't know. It, it's and that's just a small example of what I can think of off the top of my head. True. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, Will, let's hear your thoughts. What do you What do you think so far of I Am Satsuna? Dan, I'm basically right on par with you. Okay. Uh, the only thing I really strongly dislike with the game uh, is the saving. Yeah. Because 
I can't stand having to like when I want to be done playing something, I can't just save um, in this game. I got to walk around and try and find a save point and stuff like that. And that gets pretty frustrating, especially when I'm crunched for time and have to like leave or something. Yeah. But like, I think the game looks fine. I don't think it looks bad by any means. Um, I couldn't didn't, it just like, look better? No, I think it looks fine. Really? I don't know. I did like I don't I honestly do not see the problem with the graphics at all. To me it seems like a design choice. Yeah. Um it God, seems deliberate. <laughs> well, yeah, it, I I got the impression that like the the world is kind of on its way out. Yeah, and that's I why felt like the... I felt like that's why the the colors are kind of muted. Um that that that's the that's the the impression I got when I was playing it. Yeah, but you can you can also play with that idea and and make everything feel muted and and dying. Uh, but again, like contrast that with some life. Like that's what that's what would make it stand out. Sure. When the, the whole game is just muted, it's just uninteresting. I don't know. I feel like it's not. It doesn't do a great job of it, but I do feel like the towns do sort of feel lived in there's no side quests or stuff like that but you can go around talking to everybody and you can go into homes where it does give a little bit of warmth yeah yeah i mean it's not not totally missing but my favorite image from the game is the image i took from the trailer that is the episode art yeah. of this podcast and that's what i was talking about with like the trailer being the best part of this game because i don't think you know an image like that um is what I want out of the game, and I don't think it ever quite quite gets there. Yeah. Um, I will say I hate... Well, I don't hate it. I thought the battle system uh, was kind of boring, but <laughs> turns out I've been doing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you missed out on a large portion of it. So I'm definitely going to, when I go back and play it, mess around more with that and see if I like it a little bit more. But like as you guys said, it's just like... I don't know. They achieved what they were going for, I guess, which was uh, old an old-school JRPG feel to the game. Yeah. I guess it's, I mean, it's a good first outing for them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who the director was on the game and, and what uh, her or his experience was, but for uh, a first-time studio, uh, it's, it, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. How do we feel about the price? 40 bucks? Because I personally think it's a little steep. Yeah, it doesn't, it's, I don't know. I don't know, I just feel like there's so much better games out there to play. Like For 40 bucks, too. It, for Yeah, I mean, what are we talking about inside last week? I know it's it's cheaper, but like there's just so many better games out there right now. I just, this just feels like such an average, yeah. ho-hum game to me, you know? Yeah. I don't know. What would you have preferred as a price? I think probably 25 oh. I'd, I'd say 25 is is would be fair 40 bucks seems like a bit much that's like premium indie price mm-hmm. you know uh i don't know Tw- free yeah. to play nah, <laughs> microtransactions <laughs> and every every uh 99 cents puts something interesting in the game there you go <laughs> every dollar you pay puts a layer of polish on <laughs> that's really mean <laughs> That's funny. I like it. Uh, try it's, it, it. Fortunately, it hit me at the right time because I, I want to play this kind of game right now. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm still playing it. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things I like about it, too, is um, it the, the hopelessness. Um, 
Usually I don't necessarily like that, but it, it doesn't feel like the game's going to have a happy ending, mm. which I think will be interesting. Um, yeah, see what, what happens with that. Yeah, it feels like it's building up to disaster at the end, which I f- think is interesting. Yeah, because if you get into, what's his name, Nadir? Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? I call, I call him Noid, just because I'm assuming there's a bunch of silent let- letters there. <laughs> I he's a bit of a noid too, isn't he? <laughs> just yeah. like what with what went on with him, like it's just gonna I don't know. I see what you mean, Dan. I agree. Yeah. That's that's the hook uh for me for wanting to like finish it, you know. I mean I don't like to leave things unfinished anyway, but that's gonna power the rest of my playthrough. I just don't know if there's a, a story driven game uh of this length and breadth coming out this year that I'm going to play. Is there? That's kind of why I'm thinking, like, this is the one I'll play this year. That's disappointing, huh? Like, you know, big RPG. Deus Ex? Final Fantasy XV? I was going to say Final Fantasy XV, but... I don't think I'll get to play that this year. I don't think you're going to like it anyway, Corey, to be honest. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about that game for sure. Yeah. Um, And like I said, I probably won't be able to play it this year. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah maybe sex, this is your game of the year then. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Stardew Valley. That's, that's Pokemon. Certainly Go. more more deserving than this. <laughs> oh Pokemon. my god. <laughs> Pokego. I. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on I Am Satsuna? Final thoughts on I Am Satsuna? Don't buy it. Yeah. I was going to say wait for a sale, probably. Yeah. I'll give it that. Wait till it's 10 bucks. Yeah. I can imagine, like, maybe the Steam Winter Sale will have a good a good deal on Iams at Zuna. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah, 40 bucks feels a bit rich. I, although, like I said, it's I'm uh, enjoying in, enjoying parts of it, and I, I it's it, uh, an average game, you know? I like the, the combat is really the only part that I, that I enjoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pr- it's pretty fun. Corey, final thoughts? Yeah, no. Uh, mediocre, mediocre game. That's about where I'm. <laughs> that's about where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'll play a little bit more of it. Uh, and I should say that I did put up the first three hours of the game on our YouTube channel. So YouTube.com/slash/thumbsickathletes. Uh-huh. Uh, Corey's first time with I am Setsuna parts one, two, and three. Nice. If you're if you want to see some gameplay, sure. Will. Seven is an accurate score for this game. Yep. Yeah, all the places giving it seven, about seven. That's it seems about right. Pretty spot on. Yeah. Pretty high. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I, I personally sure. I think. Okay. Uh, shall we get into nibble bits? Sure. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, no Man's Sky will not require PS Plus. It was confirmed with Game Informer by a Sony rep that while PS Plus isn't required, an internet connection is, so you can upload your discoveries to the Atlas system. Uh, so that's good, because I guess it's not technically a multiplayer game. Uh, you're essentially playing a single-player game where you have the potential of running across another player. Uh, but it's good that, that, that it doesn't require PS Plus. So... There's that. 
Uh, and then some Nintendo rumors. Not rumors. I guess these are confirmed sources. A uh, number of sources have confirmed to Eurogamer that the Nintendo NX is indeed a handheld console hybrid system. Uh, the system is reportedly a powerful portable system that can connect to a dock and be played on a television. Uh, the NX is also going to uh, be going back to the cartridges uh, for its physical games uh, and will have detachable controllers. Uh, it was debunked that the NX would be running an Android-based operating system. Uh, as Nintendo has reportedly developed its own operating system for the for the NX, so there's some NX stuff. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, That's about what we expected, right? Sure. I I worry about backwards compatibility though. If it's going to run cartridges, yep. I think didn't wasn't part of that that they had no interest in backwards compatibility. That sucks. I thought I heard that read that somewhere. What about I? I mean. I, the the breaker would be eShop stuff. If you can't play eShop things on it, that really sucks. Mm. Yeah, there's really no reason for that again. Yeah. Agreed. Mm. When are we going to find out more? Who knows? Nobody knows. Nintendo's just kind of uh, blue-balling us. That's what they're doing. Jeez. They're, I don't even uh, care anymore. Blue balls. Yeah, I... Ugh. Yeah, if, they, if you can't do eShop stuff, I don't think I would get one. Yeah, eShop. Everything that you've bought off the eShop should be backwards compatible with the new system. Yeah. Every, even 3DS stuff. That's crazy. I don't, Corey, I, I thought you basically word for word said this at yeah. some point. Yeah, I didn't, want, I didn't want to toot my own horn, but... It's the first thing I thought when I saw it. I was like, huh, that's exactly what Corey said. Yeah. Yeah. So smart, Corey. Well... So I've, you know, I've been in this business for almost five years now. <laughs> business. Oh, Isn't that weird? It's been almost five years, guys. I don't know if I would consider it in this business. <laughs> yeah, we kind of uh, are doing been our own at thing. It for five years. <laughs> Isn't it weird that I've been doing this podcast for almost a quarter of my life? That's really weird. That is weird. Jeez. Yep. The dog doesn't shut up. Uh, just just a warning, too. My lights have been flickering. Uh-huh. There's a bit of a storm brewing, so... Oh. If I disappear, that's that would, why. That would be why. Okay. Uh, and that's my nibble bits. Will, what do you got? Yay. Um, so I did actually have a teaser, Dan. Uh, okay. We Happy Few oh. is out on Early Access for Steam and Xbox One. I did play a little bit of it. Uh-huh. Um, it's $30. It's an early access. I would say it's like, I don't know. I think they said like 50% of the game is in there and it's no store like story mode to, uh, cause they're doing a three character story system. Uh-huh. So they have none of that in there other than the first, like what we saw for the E3 trailer, but like the gameplay is in there. Okay. So there's that. Valkyria Chronicles is on the Win Game Store for a Sega Summer Sale, uh, under five dollars. Wow! So if you don't own it yet, go buy it. Maybe we'll get another Valkyria Chronicles and not whatever they're making now. Yeah. Uncharted Chronicles. Why well, is it Valkyria Azure Revolution? Is that what it is? Couldn't tell you. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, the, yeah, the new one. Yeah. Yeah, I think Azure Revolution sounds right, Will. All I know is it's like a hack and slash game, which is kind of weird. Yeah. 
Uh, and my last one is that it's the Heroes of the Storm. So for people who don't care, I'm sorry. Um, but Heroes of the Storm is releasing Ariel on the PTR Tuesday. Uh, and then the week after, she will be out. I'm really excited because this is the support character that I've wanted to be put in the game for probably over a year now. Uh, and Blizzard has said that from the overwhelming support uh, for the support class that they're going to start doing more of them. Finally. Because nice. um, that's the class that like gets no love, uh, and all the people who play the game want more of them. So they said uh, there's going to be a little uh, break between a next support character, and they said they're going to start rolling out more of them uh, regularly. So that's it for me. Sounds good. What do you got, Eric? Well, Dan, every time I went to tweet one, somebody else tweeted it before me. Gotcha. So I looked today for some stuff, and I didn't see anything worthwhile, so I yeah. didn't tweet one. No news today, because I, yeah. I, I always try to tweet one on the last day if I haven't gotten one yet, mm-hmm. and there was nothing of interest, really. Yeah, so. I thought I got to the Nintendo one early enough, but, but you snagged it before me. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. Slow news aside from that, I feel like. Yeah, really. well, uh, Gamescom's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, I believe oh, so. Yeah. There's, there's rumors that Nintendo might say something there. I don't know. No. Just hoping. That needs the details. NX will come out on March 15th. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you more later. Yep. We'll tell you more after the new year. <laughs> we'll give you two months to make your decision. Tell you more on March 14th. <laughs> Woo! Yep. <laughs> Speaking right. of that, I, I looked it up, Dan. Yes. Uh, Eurogamers Tom Phillips writes, due to the radical change in hardware, hardware design and internal technology, we've been told by one source that there are no plans for backwards compatibility. No, I understand that for discs, but oh, uh, I'm yeah, talking about more about eShop. Like, it yeah. sucks that discs aren't on there, but if you lose all your eShop stuff, too, that's there's no need, there's no need for that nowadays, you know? Uh, however, we won't be surprised to see some of the Wii U's greatest being remastered or made available digitally, though, <laughs> though Eurogamer claims otherwise. I don't know. Well, how many remasters next year do you think? Uh, well, probably Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, um, the Wind Waker HD HD. Platoon. <laughs> HD Boy, I could, there's probably going to be a lot. No, I hate that. That drives me nuts. And I'm going to buy all of them because I'm an idiot. Even if they sold, like, an attachment, because it seems like it's a versatile thing, if they sold a a disk drive attachment that you could use for for Wii U games or or Wii games or GameCube games, I'd be happy. I wouldn't be happy, but it'd be okay. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm worried a little bit now. Nintendo, I mean, man, they don't give a shit. I'm still going to get one, but... Yeah, me too. Still definitely in. Yeah. yeah. I'll see something about it, and I'll get really excited and have to get it. Yeah. I'm holding judgment right now. Right now I'm still in, but we'll see. Yeah. comes with a free copy of Breath of the Wild. That's really that, why I'm buying that's one. That's not true, actually. is it? No. But I'd probably buy one for sure if that was the case. They'd never do that. Nope. That would be so stupid. Nope, because they'll probably sell 15 million copies of Breath of the Wild or 20. Oh, yeah. Okay. Corey, what do you got? 
Uh, Square Enix announced the world's first Apple Watch exclusive role-playing game called Cosmos Rings. Uh, apparently comes out this year. Square Enix is good about this stuff. Uh, the graphics are said to be beautiful. Uh, a mix of dot art. <laughs> like stippling. Yeah. <laughs> That's about all I know. But it comes from some guys who have worked on Final Fantasy. Um, so we'll see. I guess, isn't Chaos Rings an established franchise? Yeah. On uh, mobile? Yeah, on mobile, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that could be fun. Yeah. And I guess your step count is part of the experience. Huh. Oh, sweet. Interesting. Like Pokemon Game- Go. Gamification of everything. Uh, it's That's funny you say game. Pokemon Go, Dan. Because the Pokemon Go Plus is delayed to September. Uh, according to Nintendo, it's because they want to have the proper software update for Pokemon Go uh, available and, and ready. Um, so that's not going to be the case till September. So they're delaying the, the peripheral until then. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, again, slow news week. Uh, can we let let me look up and see when when Gamescom is exactly? Because I'm pretty sure it's is it mid August or August into September? I don't know. Uh, but Corey, tell us about your week. My week is good. Uh, I guess I can announce that Will and I launched the Pogo podcast. You did? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. As of uh, today, I guess it's official. Nice. It's a podcast all about Pokemon Go. Uh, currently available only on iTunes and Google Play. Okay. Surprisingly, Stitcher's the holdout. Really? Yeah, I figured that would be the first one. I figured they would just wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They already let us uh, on there. So. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, I did submit to iTunes late last night, submitted to Google this morning, and Google turned it around pretty quick. Um, iTunes was a little bit later today, but... Still waiting on Stitcher. Uh, you can check it out there. Uh, if you're into Pokemon Go, otherwise there's really nothing there for you. Me what's, and you, Corey. What's it called? Yeah. Me and Will. Oh, I should say, um, the first episode, the recording quality for me is going to be bad because uh, little did I know Audacity was going to take my recording from my webcam mic and not my mic mic. Uh-huh. So that was pretty stupid. I don't know why I did that. It happens to me, even still, on occasion it'll happen. <laughs> well, it's like, why would you take it or default to the webcam? Like, yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. It's weird. Well, the way we did it is we each recorded our just our voice uh-huh. through our microphone, and then Will sent me his track, and then I combined them together Gotcha. Uh, in Audacity, which I wasn't even positive would work. <laughs> so it was a 54-minute episode and uh at the end of it i was just crossing my fingers that it worked it did even though it was the wrong input but hey sure yeah you just have to slide you have to slide it so that the the talking and the gaps are are lined up right yeah what's it called again the pogo podcast you can go uh the website i don't even think links to the itunes stuff yet um but it's you can search for it on iTunes. I don't know if it's searchable on Google Play. Sometimes it takes time to index that stuff. Um, oh, it's there. I haven't even. We have a tw- there's a Twitter, but I haven't 
posted the link on there or anything yet. I just haven't really had a second. But pretty sure if you type in the Pogo Podcast in iTunes, you'll find it. Yeah, I found it on Google Play. Okay. So I guess this is a good time to announce, Corey, that uh, we have Corey half and a million downloads. And we're leaving the Thumbstick Athletes. <laughs> half a million downloads? Half a million. Do you really? No, there's like oh. six. Oh. <laughs> But uh, four of those were mine, like testing the link on Libsyn and everything. Sure. One was me. So, yeah. So maybe one random. <laughs> but I don't know. We talked about it a little bit on the show. And to me, it, I, it's more of a challenge than anything because, uh, you know, this podcast is just games in general. Yeah. And it's easy to cover all the popular stuff in games. Uh, it's not going to be so easy to cover a game that probably won't be popular super popular for very long uh but even week to week there could be no news yeah you know so it'll it'll be fun it'll be it'll be like i said it's a it's a challenge nice all right i'm all downloaded thanks sure thank you appreciate it is there any curse words no, it's actually going to be a clean show. Okay, good, because I can listen to it with the kids around then. That'll be yeah. make it easier. And I actually submitted it to two channels, the gaming channel and the kids and family channel. So. Uh-huh. Nice. Corey wouldn't let me spread any hate towards Red Team. No hate. <laughs> hate free. Well, that's because Corey's on the Red Team. I didn't know that until the episode. I thought he was on Yella. Well, no. Okay. Yellow's for noobs. On this podcast, I can say, fuck the yellow team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, Corey? Not really. Been been real busy. Uh, worked two doubles Saturday and Sunday after working until 11 p.m. on Friday. Um, that was unexpected and sucked. Yeah. But one of my coworkers threw his back out. Ooh. And I was kind of just the person who was at the wrong place at the wrong time who won the work in the double lottery. Yeah. So, Do you get paid that, overtime, though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I okay. mean, it's time and a half. And uh, they kind of expect that you're going to slack off on sure. those kind of days. So I just sort of take advantage of that and drink a lot of coffee and, and do the easy work orders. and Especially when it's been as hot as it is. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, clogged sinks, that's my favorite one because I just grab a bottle of Drano, dump half of it down, and then walk away and mark mark the work order done. <laughs> done. <laughs> You've never had to snake a sink? Yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, that's a pain. But th- those ones, uh, if the if the Drano doesn't do it, I just pretend like nothing happened and let somebody <laughs> else worry about it. There you go. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Anything else, Corey? No, I don't even think I watched anything interesting or uh, not not much to report. Okay. What about you, Will? I did something fairly spontaneous this week. Yes, you did. Um, so it was Sunday night. Uh, me and my friends were all hanging out playing some, some chell. Uh, and... We were talking about traveling a little bit because I recently got back from visiting uh, Edmonton and seeing my sister and all that. And I was talking about how like I wanted to travel more. Uh, and one of my good friends, Ryan, who you guys all know, said he wanted to do the same. So we're talking about it. And I'm like, well, let's just take a, a trip 
a random trip somewhere. Uh, and it worked out that I had Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off this week. So on Monday night, we just started driving towards uh, the north, and we ended up in New Hampshire. <laughs> um, we, we drove through Vermont. Uh, and we left at, like, midnight. And it was just me and my one friend, Ryan, and we're trying to get some people to go with us, but nobody wanted to go because they gave the whole, oh, I don't want to do that. That's stupid, blah, blah, blah. Um, So we ended up getting his little brother to go with us. So we ended up in Concord, New Hampshire at 5 a.m. And we went to go get a hotel. The guy there said that every hotel in Concord was sold out. I don't know how he knew that, but we didn't have a hotel. So basically, we just roughed it in a car, <laughs> a small car, and slept in a park and ride, which is where a lot of hobos hang out, mm. I guess, uh, and slept in there. We went to bed at like 5.30, woke up at like 6.30, sweating because it was so hot already. So we ended up turning the car on and leaving the air conditioning on and slept until about 10.30. <laughs> so uh, we all woke up and said, well, what do you guys want to do? And... Um, on the signs, I noticed there was a place called Seacoast in New Hampshire. And I was like, all right, let's just go there. Because uh, we didn't realize that there was, like, uh, a beach in New Hampshire because I thought it was still uh, mainland. So we just started driving there thinking we were going to show up at a city. Uh, we didn't. We showed up in the probably the richest neighborhood I've ever seen. So we kind of just drove around and looked at the houses and were kind of blown away by it. Fort Smith? Uh, no. Um, it's outside of Portsmouth, though. Oh, okay. It's, like, literally just, like, in a forest and, like, trying to describe where it's where, like, we've been that it's, like, Mm. do you remember, like, when we would go to um, Bob's Lake in Canada and, like, all those houses were in, like, the trees and stuff like that? The really nice houses? Yeah. Sort of like that. Um, But these were, like, literally mansions and castles. Um so You're not there, welcome here. Yeah, we felt, we were like, well, we probably should have just slept in this neighborhood. And uh, Ryan's little brother said, no, we would have got the cops called on us instantly. Oh, yeah. If some random car was just pulled over in that area. Um, so from there, we pretty much just said, let's go to the beach. And then we ended up in the Hamptons in New Hampshire, um, which was a beautiful area. And we just hung out on the beach for like six hours. And... Uh, got some food and we had to be back the next day uh, so we drove back but it was a lot of fun i like just kind of randomly traveling mm. that's nice yeah it was really cool i kind of got annoyed because some people were like oh that's stupid why'd you do that and i was like because i have one life and i kind of want to do fun things i i've been that person uh that has said that's stupid <laughs> really i can only remember one specific time when we were in college and my friends, we were all drunk and it was late. It was like midnight and all my friends are like, why don't we go to New York city? And there was a sober person willing to drive. And I was just like, that's stupid. And everyone's like, why? I'm like, cause by the time we get there, we'll either be asleep or sobered up or, you know, it'll be four yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, they're like, Oh no, this is what you do to make memories and stuff. And I'm like, have a good time. I'm going to bed. And they didn't end up going, but I can see both sides of it. It's when you have more time for something like that. I mean, yeah, that's that's awesome. It's I'm trying to think of how to. I don't know. It's just like I can just have sat around my three days off and yeah, just went to the gym, came home, and you know played a, a couple hours of video games. But instead, like I just kind of I wanted to see more of the because I'm really fascinated with the North. Um, I really like 
how like because we're going through Vermont and New Hampshire and everything like that and like Vermont was like beautiful like I was telling Dan because uh, he was here yesterday I think um, and yesterday. I was telling him like the towns in Vermont look like nuclear villages like everything was like perfect and because we were driving through at two in the morning like nobody was out so like there was just these beautiful towns all over the place uh and like nothing going on and it was kind of creepy but at the same time like it was so nice that we're kind of like blown away by it um like i said like we ended up in new hampshire and kind of just spent the day doing being at the beach which i haven't been to the beach in like five years or something like that um so that was cool to do that and i don't know it's just like I wanted, I like doing that sort of stuff, and nobody, like, ever does that, so, like, we wanted to, you know, give it a shot, and it turned out to be a lot of fun, so. Yeah. Next time you do it, uh, pick me up, and let's <laughs> head south towards Virginia. Nothing going on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. This place sucks. We're actually looking at Maine. Um, we want to try and do another one before uh, we all go back to school. So, like, we're looking at Maine. Because um, I only spent 40 bucks on that trip. That's so, all right. Like, yeah, like, I spent basically no money, which was nice. Gas and Slim Jims. Yeah. Well, we went to a Chinese buffet, so we just ate Chinese buffet for, like, 8 bucks, and then we got pizza. You're tempting your fate with that, though. Yeah. <laughs> you could have gotten the Schlotzkys. I was actually convinced I was going to get food poisoning. Food, yeah, food poison. yeah, diarrhea, or what have you. I had a... Cause I had to drive it back too. So. Yeah. Um, I was worried that I was going to be vomiting everywhere. <laughs> Will, if I had known you uh, you were looking for a place to sleep in Concord, I could have helped you out. Really? I've been to two weddings in Concord. It's the girlfriend's family. Really? Yep. I did not know that. Well, we re- actually, we honestly, we really could have used. <laughs> yeah. Place. Instead of sleeping in a hot car. I'm sure they would have been happy to oblige. Really? Oh, yeah. They're nice people. It's uh, that New England hospitality, you know? Yeah, they're, I mean, a lot of people were they, really nice. They welcome you into their home, but then when they leave, they verbally abuse you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Funny you say that because uh, Ryan wanted to go to one of the, the mansions uh, in the by the beach and stuff, he was gonna start knocking on doors and seeing if anybody would take him in. Uh, he would say he would work on everything in the house and take care of everything. <laughs> but he never ended up doing that. But yeah, that actually, I should say that Vermont and New Hampshire have so far been like the nicest states that like I've spent time in. Um, and I haven't been to very many. Like I've been to Cali, California, uh, Ohio. Uh, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Edmonton, Edmonton, but that doesn't count. I mean, like uh, United States wise. Oh, Canada's foreign country. Yeah, is different. it? No, yeah. it's it's a different country. It's not a foreign country. Yeah, really, not foreign, but it's different. So it's the nicest because I said America state. North. It'd be province. Hmm. But yeah, it was really nice. Um. If you have some time, go. I mean, we didn't even do like any of the hiking or the mountain climbing that we wanted to do there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But other than that, uh, I don't know. Nothing really. Huh. Okay. Eric, what do you got? Uh, I didn't really do anything, Dan. I uh, just been working. It's hotter than hell down here, so we couldn't go outside. Uh-huh. Um, I watched The Hateful Eight. I don't watch a lot of movies, so I did that. 
Uh, I didn't think it was all that great. It was okay. I liked the characters a lot. I thought that the the ending was pretty underwhelming. Uh-huh. Wasn't definitely wasn't up there with my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies. I was a little disappointed, but yeah. Other than that, I didn't uh, didn't really do anything. I didn't get to play many video games. The wife was off for a week, so uh-huh. we just kind of hung out and spent time together. Went out to dinner, that kind of stuff. Nice. Yep. Okay. Uh, I also watched a movie this week. Hey! Not only did I watch a movie, I went to the theater to see a movie. No, you didn't. I did. Uh, We took the kids to see Finding Dory. Hey! Uh, It was their their first movie ever. Uh, My son's five, my daughter's uh, two, going on three. So Uh, We're all Finding Nemo fans, so uh, we took them to see Finding Dory. And it was actually a really good experience. Uh, I know, Eric, you had talked about seeing The Secret Life of Pets mm-hmm. and uh, how well-behaved all the kids were. Yep. Uh, we were we had the same experience. Uh, there was, like, three families maybe with uh, people, you know, adults and kids. Uh, everyone was relatively quiet. Um, our kids were, were pretty well-behaved throughout the whole movie. Um, uh, it was a good movie, too. Uh, I liked Finding Dory, so... Um, you know. Did you were you there in time to see the Disney animated short? Yeah, uh, Piper. What'd you think of it? It was cool. Okay, was I, cool. I listened to Film Spotting. Yeah, uh, movie about film podcast, and one of the guys picked that short as his top five movies of the year so far. Oh wow! Yeah, no, it was cool. Uh, though it was a little bit frustrating because there's half an hour of previews before the movie starts. And then that came on and like, you know, we're trying to tell the kids like we're here to see Finding Dory. Like, you know, it'll be on eventually. Uh, So I probably didn't enjoy it as much as I would have, uh, you know, had it been like, you know, maybe just me watching it. Mm -hmm. They uh, sat through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Marlo got a little fussy at the end Mm -hmm. uh, with like 20 minutes left to go in the movie. She started to get antsy. But, um, yeah, they, they, they sat through the whole thing. So. That was good. Uh, so we know we can uh, take them again if need be because like, we want to see The Secret Life of Pets too um, and maybe even the Ice Age movie, but we won't we won't get to see those before before they're out of the theater, unfortunately. Um, Dan, I'm an idiot. I forgot what I did. <laughs> what would you do? I bought a 2DS. I totally oh. forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, new hardware. Yeah. New hardware. Uh, I bought a 2DS because... Pokemon Go, as shitty as that game is, inspired me to play a real Pokemon game. So I bought a 2DS as my cheapest option, I felt like, and and most reliable option. So I downloaded um, Pokemon Yellow, Uh which I'll talk about later. Cool. Excellent. Uh, Corey, what's with your camera? I don't know. It's literally shutting off every minute. Okay. Uh, Well, after I get done, we'll, uh, we'll take a break and see if we can fix the issue uh so the only other thing we have going on uh obviously you know we're getting the house ready for twins but as we're as we're doing that like i'm looking around the house and seeing all these little projects that i've neglected to do over the past few (laughs) years that i'm suddenly realizing like after the twins are born i'm not gonna have time to do any of this stuff so uh like i I, you know our front door hideous so like i'm like okay now we get we got got to paint the front door uh, our kitchen lights are all ugly, so I, you know, replaced all the kitchen lights. Uh, the back steps need to be painted, painting painting the back steps. So in addition to all the uh, all the other stuff we're doing to get the get the house ready for 
a, a house that's built for two people ready for six. Um, I'm doing all these like extra projects in the house. Uh, and on top of that, my wife, I uh, just onboarded as a LuLaRoe consultant. Um, so if you notice the studio being a little bit different, that's cause I'm like tucked into the corner of the former studio and the rest of it's like a LuLaRoe clothing shipping center and clothing racks and like a pho- photography yeah. stuff. Like it's, an, it's insane. So we've been doing all that stuff too. Um, it's been busy. Let me tell you. That's why I didn't get to play much. I am Satsuna. Um, house. Oh, another thing. My I realized my tractor hadn't had an oil change since I bought it like six years ago. Oh boy. Uh, so I had to change oil in that, and I needed to get a new battery for it, like just all this stuff. And of course, it's the hottest time of the year. Oh yeah. Uh, when we're trying to work on projects, and despite having two air conditioners and trying to keep our house cool, like it still kind of gets hot in there, you know. So uh, our hand mower at work, um, my my helper, my per diem helper, um, brought it in one day, and he said, this is making a knocking noise. Let me show you. And he pulled the, the cord, and there was a loud bang and a huge spark. Uh, engine was shot. Uh, but that was like three weeks ago. So we haven't had a hand mower for three weeks. Wow. So at first I was like, well, it's not my problem. You know, they got to get me a hand mower. I'm just yeah. going to let everything go. And I tried to ride with the tractor some spots that I normally hand mow, uh, but I couldn't get everywhere. Yeah. But today it got to the point, like, I'm leaving on vacation. The per diem helper guy that we had quit, so there's nobody to do grounds. So I was, like, weed-eating the all the spots I uh. hand mow today. And like you said, it's been, you know, it was, like, 88 today or something like that up here. And humid, yeah. Oh, God, I was just dripping with sweat. And then you get something in the eye, and it just pisses you off so much. <laughs> yeah. You start, oh. you start questioning every life decision <laughs> leading up to that moment. Corey, I not nearly as a physical of an activity, but a similar experience for me today. Uh, so my work, we, we advertise ourselves up in the downtown walking mall area, yeah. which means we set up a table with, like, reading materials about the company and try to recruit people. And stand there in the sweltering heat for three hours. So I got to do that today. (laughs) The sweat was just dripping into my eyes, and I was so pissed off. Yeah. At a certain point, that's like bad marketing. (laughs) Oh, God, it's like midday, midweek. Like, nobody's up there except all the friggin' homeless guys. They're not interested. Like, no. Oh, brutal. Yeah, oh, the, the only time I like this heat is, like I said, when I'm in the water. A pond or a lake or a river or a pool or yeah, the ocean. An ocean. That's the only good time. I'll uh, Maybe I'll do this podcast from the ocean next week. You could. That'd be cool. I'd be, On my phone. I'd be jelly, that's for sure. Do you know how much uh, international data is, Dan? Twenty. Twenty, I think so. For how much? No idea, but I wanted to do it when I went to Edmonton. I think I'm gonna do it. I've gotta catch those Pokemon up in Prince Edward Island. Yeah, especially to be if, honest, it's worth it. If if you're gonna be on the beach, like you can't pass up the opportunity to have all those water Pokemon. That's true. I haven't uh, done water yet with Pokemon Go. Yeah. Let me tell you. Polywags were everywhere in New Hampshire. 
Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I only get the occasional, like, water Pokemon when I'm near a river or a, a lake or something. You need to really spend some time at the water places. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's everything. I plan on adding some more decorations to my behind my 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 background here. I've got the the Pip Boy and the the uh, Yoshi amiibo, and then Sack, nice. Sack Boy too. Yeah, but but it's like a bookshelf, so you look like yeah. you're ready to interview the president or something. <laughs> yeah, I've got all my nerdy books on there, as you can probably see. Lots of red wall right here. All right, for those in the video. Good stuff. Uh yeah, I still have all of our Dungeons and Dragons and Palladium books too. By the way, Rifts, all of it's down here. So, anyway, uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with what we played, which will probably be dominated by Pokemon Go, right? It all depends on how much you guys want to talk about. <laughs> well, I'll see you guys. <laughs> fun tonight. I'm willing to chat about it, but yeah, we'll There's take a, a new podcast out called Pogo.com <laughs> or something. If you Pogo. Could... They talk about it a lot there. Yeah, the pogopodcast.com. You don't even know the name of it, Eric. No, probably never will. You can also get us at justpogopodcast.com, uh, facebook.com slash thepogopodcast, twitter.com slash thepogopodcast. Just wanted to make sure you knew. All I'm right. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with what we played. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 262 of the Thumbs of Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, Eric, do you have anything you want to talk about? Pro yeah, Evo? just Pokemon Yellow briefly oh, yeah. on the 2DS um, and the 2DS itself, I guess. Uh, I really like the 2DS a lot more than I thought I was going to. Uh-huh. Um, I thought I was going to regret my purchase, and it was like a spur of the moment. Well, it wasn't really spur of the moment because I did mull it over for about a week, but... Um, but the 2DS is cool. It's a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Uh, it doesn't feel like as much of a toy as I expected it to. Um, yeah, it came with Mario Kart 7, so that's pretty sweet. Oh. I haven't played that yet. Uh, but I did purchase Pokemon Yellow to get back into that. I'm really enjoying Pokemon Yellow quite a bit. It's nothing, Obviously, it's a super old game. It came out in 98, I think it was, when I looked. Yeah. Um, but still pretty great. How really much did enjoyed- they charge you for pokemon yellow or is it a virtual console yeah yeah virtual console yep that's all right i I looked before i bought the 2ds because that was part of my my factoring yeah factoring into my purchase uh yeah but blue red and yellow are 10 bucks each oh nice what do they charge for the 2ds nowadays 80 bucks with it comes with a game that's a good deal that's worth it oh yeah I thought so too, and uh, so you know, of course, I've been looking into like some some 3ds games and stuff. And yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think you're going to get anything else? Yeah, I'll probably get a couple things here and there. Uh-huh. Uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix is supposed to be really good. It's not something I would ordinarily play, uh, so I thought I might give that a whirl at some point. Um, Monster Hunter, the new one. Yeah, I don't know. Is it just like the other one? Uh, oh yeah. No, no. I've heard I've heard some really good things about it. Uh, it depends on what you liked and didn't like about the other one, but this one adds different styles to the combat. You know what I didn't like? Huh. The amount of time it took to play it. Yeah. That probably yeah. didn't change. Yeah, probably not. So, yeah, probably not going to get that. I'd like to. I just, I don't know. Well, you know what, though? 
Because my 2D ass, uh, my wife has gotten me to go to the gym with her almost solely because I got a 2DS. I'll just sit my ass on the bicycle and just pedal fast and play my 2DS. Nice. Yeah. Um, I usually work up a pretty good sweat, which I guess isn't saying much because I'm super out of shape, but... Um, I feel your pain, I guess Eric. It's, it's better than sitting at home on the couch playing, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Definitely. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I can get into some longer games on there. I don't know. We'll see. I still have the uh, hand numbness going on. It's not the most comfortable thing I've ever held in my life, but... Mm. I don't know. I like it though. I'm really happy with the purchase. Good. Yeah, I I think you can get those used for fifty bucks, but I'd almost rather spend the extra thirty, get Mario yeah, Kart seven game too. and get something brand new too. You can get Mario Kart seven or Yokai Watch. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably go Mar- the Mario Kart route too. Yeah. The wife likes Mario Kart. Right. Okay. Cool. So rec- good purchase. Oh, yeah, love it. If you're on the fence about it, or, like, honestly, if you're like me and you've got the Pokemon bug, yeah, and you want to play the regular Pokemon games, that's probably what I'll sell by. I'll probably buy one of the newer ones when those come out. Okay, uh, um, with Sun and Moon. Yeah, and, you know, if you don't care about the 3D, which I don't, I usually turned it off anyway. Yeah. Then it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect little system. I was tempted yesterday, Eric, to get one of the old Pokemon games. They were uh, on sale. The digital ones were on sale at Best Buy for eight bucks. Ugh. I didn't do it though. Like blue, blue, red, and yellow. Blue, red, and yellow. Yep. Oh, Eric, you got screwed. Did I? <laughs> Two bucks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> oh, I thought somebody in the chat like found a different deal. No, no just kidding. <laughs> um, other than that, Dan, all I played was Rocket League. I, I didn't have much video game time really right. the most time i spent was playing pokemon at the gym so i i put about three hours almost three hours exactly into that um but yeah other than that just rocket league here and there uh rocket league pc has become my go-to platform for rocket league oh really yeah. i almost can't even play it on console anymore really it's funny you say that eric because over the weekend or maybe it was two weekends ago i didn't talk about it last week but i played uh rocket league uh, at a friend's house on Xbox, and I I couldn't play it. It's awful. He's like, I thought you were really good at this game, and I'm like, I thought I was better than you who just played it casually, but I can't. Like the frame rate's bad. It's a whole different game, isn't and, it? It's yeah. like way 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 slower. I feel like there's input lag too. There's like latency oh. between what you press and what happens. Or the input lag is, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's the same on PS4. Huh. So. I couldn't believe, though, you know how Steam will tally how much time you spent? I have put f- over 40 hours into that game on Just Steam not... alone. Really? <laughs> and that's my secondary, if not third account. Yeah. Dang. God almighty. But, what I, yeah. What I put on Rocket League on Steam? You're like 150 hours or something like that. It's a lot. But, yeah, I, I mean, I had a terrible time playing on Xbox. Huh. 185 hours. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Once you eclipse the the, I think Crusader Kings Two is the game I played the most on Steam. It's 203 hours or something. You oh, eclipse I, that. I, no I imagine I'll crush that. Oh yeah. I, I better I, start playing Crusader Kings Two again. I didn't play much Rocket League this week though. Yeah. I mean, no, I think I'm happier for it. Nor will you next week. It the just next takes so much out of me. 
Yeah, no, I'm not for the next two weeks either. Okay. Uh, did you want to talk about Pearl Evo, Eric, or didn't you get a chance to play it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played, uh, let's see, I played two matches, uh, three matches. I uh, started my, my Arsenal, like, manager mode. I can't remember what it's called on there. Uh, Pearl Evo's really damn good. I really enjoy it a lot. It's it's the the menus and the UI and all that are definitely not as user friendly, so that's probably a turn off for some people. But the actual gameplay and all that kind of stuff is so good. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's it's far more strategic and the passing matters more than it does in FIFA. I don't know. It just feels that way to me. And now it it may not be correct, but I almost think I like it more than FIFA. Huh. I think I said that last time I bought it. Too. I think you did too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, FIFA is where the player base is at. So yeah, what are you gonna do? Okay, it's it's cool though because Jeff a couple years ago told me this is what he does every year. He'll buy FIFA at release and then he'll wait until um, Pro Evo goes on sale like much later, uh-huh. and he'll buy that. So I got it for like twenty six bucks today. Nice. So yeah, good stuff. I really like it. Okay. Yeah, I think you said the exact same thing too about the last Pro Evo is that. The game was better, but the menus and user interface and stuff isn't as good. Yeah, it's it's not great, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of tutorial stuff that's just not very well thought out. I guess it's kind kind of clunky looking. Uh-huh. Man, uh, it looks good though. What's that? Are we still talking about Pro Evo? Yeah. Graphically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's a very good looking game, and like the the player models and celebrations and yeah. All that stuff, very, very well done. Holy crap! Game. Nice. Okay. Anything else, Eric? Uh no, that's no. it. Okay. Uh, the only thing we all played is poke. Oh, Corey, you want to talk about Hearthstone? Just briefly. Yeah. Every time I sort of have a Hearthstone revelation, I kind of like to talk about it. Plus, uh, tonight is the big announcement for per- what seems to be the new adventure, which. Karazhan's dinner party or something like that for those that really know World of Warcraft. Yeah. Will's nodding. Yeah. You know you know that? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's what I, that's what's expected to be the new adventure. Uh, and it's coming at the right time, which it, it usually tends to, uh, when the game starts getting a little stale and the meta is done shifting and people figure out the best decks, which brings me to my point is uh, I've been playing a ton of Hearthstone again more so than Rocket League. Those two kind of bounce back and forth, but um, excuse me. ton of Hearthstone, and I've been just trying to make my own decks and make them work and use them to climb up the ladder, and I was having no luck. And there were days where I played probably, like, in the last few weeks, there were days where I may may have played, like, five hours of Hearthstone and never got past, like, rank 18 for the entire month. Uh, And I was starting to get a little disenchanted with the game so i was like screw it i'm just i'm just gonna do what everyone else does and i googled i went to one of the famous hearthstone websites and looked at the the best decks for the meta and stuff the constructed decks and went with a warlock zoo uh which i love warlock it's my favorite class but i went with the zoo deck that is on top of the meta and uh within two days i'm at rank 14 with it really yeah don't Uh. lose much with it dang it I was kind of hoping you said you were going to say you had a bad time. 
No, it works. And I mean, and it kind of sucks because that's one of my favorite things about that game is coming up with my own fun decks to play. Yeah. But it just gets to a point where you want to do well and you think, well, you know, I make a lot of decks. Maybe I'll just make one that does well. Uh, but it turns out that, no, the Internet has already figured out the best decks to play. It's re- like, it's refined the game down to, what, how many decks is there? Six? There's actually more uh, now than normal at the end of, like... Okay, at the end of the, the cycle? The cycle, yeah, when before they release new cards. I, there's at least six, I think, now. But I can remember back when you were playing, Dan, was when, like, Mech Mage was huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there was there was like two classes that like two two uh, decks that were on top, and that was it, uh-huh. which is no fun. Yeah, but there's there's a good amount now. the The most recent expansion, Whisper of the Old Gods, added a lot of. Uh... Actually, what it did more than anything is when they shifted the game to standard and got rid of the older expansions and stuff, uh, and added the Whispers of the Old Gods packs. It it removed a lot of the overpowered cards. And they did nerf some cards and everything, so everything kind of balanced out um, with that most recent recent expansion. Okay. So, which which gave a little more opportunity there. Everybody's still trying to figure out the best priest deck, which I had pretty fun with a priest deck. It was basically I, I didn't really come up with a good name for it, but all it was was uh, stealing and uh, yeah, stealing and and getting cards from the person that I'm playing. Which is kind of fun to play because yeah. then you use their most powerful weapons against them. Like I had two mind controls, uh, but I also had Thorason who can decrease the cost of those, so I could get mind controls for like seven mana or something like that. Um, something Vision, which steals a card from their hand, so if it's late in the game and they're holding on to a couple cards, it's safe to assume they're probably good, yeah. or you know at least cards they use for their lethal combo or whatever. Uh, so then you steal one of those, and then you not only know what their combo is. But you also have that tool for yourself as well. Uh, it was a lot of fun to play, but it ultimately sucked. So, okay, I don't know. Have you seen anything for the Elder Scrolls card game? They seem to re- release some details today about it. I didn't no. read any of them. I didn't. I didn't notice. I haven't had a chance to read through the news today yet. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'll read that when I find it. And I did sign up for the beta for that. So okay. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like they dropped some details. I didn't get a chance to read it either, but... Okay. Well, should we get on to the main event? Well, yeah. Do you, do you uh, want me to do We Happy Few real quick? Oh, yeah. And then we can get to the main? Yeah. No, that's a good idea. I forgot you I forgot okay. you had said you played that. Yeah, I just figured Pogo would be a good thing to end on because Eric <laughs> yeah. will be back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll save it for him. <laughs> so, uh, We Happy Few... They just launched this on uh, Steam and Xbox uh, Preview Program, I think it's called. Whatever it's called. But uh, so this game, as I said, a lot of the game is not in there. Uh, It's an early access, and usually I don't play or buy early access games. But if I'm definitely going to play it when it comes out, uh, I'll just buy it. Uh, especially if the game ends up like going up in price, which doesn't happen often, but just in case it does. We Happy Few is supposed to go up in price. Is it once it once it releases? Yeah, so I'm also gonna get it on early access, but like closer to launch date. Okay, so I did a good thing and buying it now. Then, um, so this game is very very heavy in survival focus. Now, it has the the classic 
like you needed to sleep, you needed to drink, you need to eat, you need to use, you know, health stuff and keep track of all of that. So you're micromanaging all of that, uh, all these different systems in the game. Um, and like when you get hungry and tired and stuff, like it decreases, like, you know, your health and stuff like that. And you start like hallucinating a little bit. It's sort of like don't starve in a way, but there's more things you got out micromanage other than hunger and health and sanity. Um, so that's pretty cool. Now, the coolest thing to me is the world. Uh, because you get out into like out of the vault basically in the beginning of the game, and you're out into the the open world, um, and it's pretty depressing, as you would expect. Yeah. Uh, people are out there like not drugged up, uh, and some are obviously, but like they're really depressed and like violent and like attacking you and stuff like that. But there's different like villages set up throughout the map and whatnot where you can like do. Uh, uh, quests and, and stuff like that. Um, I did a quest where I had to run down a jogger uh, and tackle him and kill him, which is pretty cool. I also like break into houses and stuff like that, and you know, pickpocket uh, people and uh, pick locks and stuff, and to get into the treasure and stuff like that. Because there's a whole crafting system, like you can build weapons and stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, this game, I think, is going to be pretty awesome uh-huh. once it nearest completion uh, because none of the story stuff is even in the game really it's all just the basic gameplay elements that they have so far so I'm, I'm pretty interested to see how far uh, it comes along yeah. early access I don't want to play too much though because I don't like to get burnt, burnt out on these games before sure. I actually get to play the full product yeah um, I don't know is there any you guys have any questions about it I guess no I'm, I'm not excited. really Okay. It's it, it sounds sounds compelling for sure. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um it got a little bit of hate on Steam, but I think partially because it's just like forty percent done. Yeah. Uh, everybody's saying it's a pretty boring game, but I mean Well, you're basically playing a survival game with no goal. Story. Yeah, yeah, no goal, no story. So yeah, really they're just testing the survival elements of the game. Yep. You're basically just kind of screwing around um, in the open world that they have. That's procedurally generated. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that, like I said, I did like what I played uh, so far. I put in about like two hours and like three hours of idle time because I went out to play Pokemon Go. Uh huh. So. Okay. So Pokemon Go. Nice, Eric. We saved Pokemon Go for you. Oh great! We we waited till you Can't got back. Wait to hear it. No, you actually just happened to walk back right when we were finishing up with We Happy Few. Did you buy that, Will? Yeah, uh, I bought it because I'm going to buy it anyway. What did you buy it on? I bought it on Steam because I have no idea where my Xbox controller is right now. Uh-oh. Um, I got unlinked from your Steam again. Did you? Yep. You and Corey both. What? Stop screwing with it. Hang on a second. I got to let the dog out of here. That yeah. a, that annoys me when that happens. I don't know why it does it. It's stupid. It's there's been times where it's like you need to send a request to this person and press this click this button and then I click it and then it says, "Oh, you're already connected." Yeah. It's like, yeah, I okay. Like it's weird because it, it'll show me the games from Will's library that I have installed but nothing else is available. Yeah. It's I I don't know. Do you know what that means, Dan? 
No, it means it just means one of you needs to reconnect, and it won't be the first person. It'll be the second time you try it, because that's just Wait, how it, it works. Just, that that happened it, to us too. Yeah, is yeah. it only showing the games that are installed? Um, I'm, I got it pulled up right here. Yeah, for Will's, you and Will's. No, it's so Will's Will's oh, library. Will's library. It's showing me cities. Divinity, Grim Dawn, and XCOM 2 because those are the games I have installed from his library. Uh, it won't show me anything else, whereas for Dan, like it says Will only has four games available, which I know gotcha. isn't true. Right. Dan has 300 and something, and you're not even on my list anymore. Corey. Because you, you didn't have any of his games installed, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You just have to reconnect, which is obnoxious. With, oh, with, the with their verification thing and stuff. I mean, I like the extra step, but when you're trying to do that, give us a break, you know? Uh, you don't have to talk about it again, but did you like We Happy Few, Will? Uh, I did, so far. It's getting a lot of hate on Steam. I saw that. Because, A, there's, there's as Dan said, you're basically playing a survival game with no objective uh, going yeah. on. And that's because that's not implemented into the game yet. They put out. They wanted to test the the gameplay of it, so that's what's in it. And they're just going to keep adding more and more to the game because um, it's only fifty, forty percent. I forgot the percentage uh, percent and like of the game is actually in it. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait until full release to touch that one. It's going up in price, so that's why if I, I play it. it at all. I don't know. Yeah. I, honestly, I have not even seen a trailer for that game. Oh, really? No. Yeah, you got to watch the uh, the one from E3. It was really good. Yeah. Will do. Okay. Uh, I guess well, now is time to talk about Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. Uh, well, first, uh, what I mean, what was everyone's experience with it this week? It's been running a lot better. No yeah. more server issues. Nope. Here and there, but not like it was before. Sure. Uh, I still have to close it pretty frequently and restart it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys notice that having that issue? One of my friends has that issue. I don't, though. Yeah. Yeah, when I get the frozen Pokeball thing. Okay. I've gotten that a couple times this week. I've probably got to restart it every third or fourth time I, I fired up. That sucks. Um, I mean, it's literally takes a second to do it but uh it's a pain um but yeah you're right Corey. it's 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 been running a lot better uh i i when it first launched i had the problem with it like not running on my data you know i would it ran great when i was at home on wi-fi but it did like barely ran at all yeah uh, when i was anywhere else and i haven't had that issue it's it's run run pretty well for me um so, Will, what about you? What's your yeah, I've, uh, like I've had no problems with it. Uh, the only thing that bothers me a little bit is the tracking. Uh, you can't really tell when you're getting closer to yeah. Pokemon or not. Um, but as I said, <laughs> I think I said on the Pogo <laughs> podcast, with Ashton have a tracker, so it's got a deal. That's true. Sage wisdom, right there, Will. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had Max start playing Pokemon Go. Really? Uh, yeah, really? On, my, on my wife's uh, wife's tablet, she's got a um, 4G LTE, AT and T, Samsung tablet. 
Yeah. Uh, so we had him start playing on that because he, you know, he's been all interested, and my daughter's been interested in it too. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's old enough to grasp the concept of it all and stuff. And um, yeah, when he first fired it up, like he caught the Pokemon, the one of the starter Pokemon's like a pro. Yeah. Um, and then like, was he into it? Oh yeah, he loves it. He knows a lot of their names already and stuff, which surprised really? me. Yeah, I, kids just have this these crazy brains that just absorb absolutely everything. Must be nice. Um, yeah, I know. Total. I forget absolutely everything. So. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, he uh like because you know we all we usually just play at home for the most part. Other than we take occasional trips over to the local college to hit the Poke stops and capture Pokemon. And then like when we're out and about, we'll do it occasionally. But like I'll tell him when there's a Pokemon because I'll I have it up on my phone a lot. Um, so I'll tell him I'll be like, hey Max, you know you can go get Mama's tablet. Uh, you can capture a Pokemon. So he'll you know run over grab the tablet and catch the Pokemon. It's adorable. It's adorable. Does he play with the augmented reality on? No, we turn that off just to make it easier for him. Uh, okay. Because, you know, he doesn't. A lot of times he'll just, like, set it down on a chair or the couch or something and just so he can. Because, I mean, the tablet, it's kind of big. Yeah, it'd be hard to hold with one so, hand and find the Pokemon and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's that. Uh, and then, like, the other day, we like I said, we, we've been going over to the BU campus to hit up the Pokestops and... Uh, there's a lot more Pokemon action, capturing action going on over there. Yeah. So, uh, what we've been doing is, uh, my wife drives and I'll have my phone and her phone and, uh, doing a dual wielding capturing and, and hitting, <laughs> doing the poke stops while we like do the loop around, around campus. Uh, it's worked out pretty nice. well. It's pretty difficult though, to be running two phones at the same time and trying yeah. to, uh, especially like you guys, I'm not much for multitasking. Yeah. So, yeah, it's especially challenging when you're driving Twister on trying to catch a Pokemon. Yeah. Well, yeah, what? don't do that. I'm safe. Just, just don't do it. That's not safe at all. I don't I care hit, how good of a driver you are. I gotta hit the Pokestops. There's twi- Pokestops Fuck on Twist game. Run. Yeah. Well, no, not by Twist or not on Twist Run, but by it. There's a, there's a few on uh, 26 after you get off of 38B right there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, uh, I did something momentous in Pokemon Go that I've never done before. Let's Launched hear. a podcast. Well, that, <laughs> but uh, also I spent money on a mobile microtransaction. Whoa. Yeah, I was leaving work, and I got the familiar noise because I put my I turn the app on when I'm riding my bike because it's a good way to hatch eggs. Yeah, and I heard the noise, and I had just gotten on my bike and was just about to go down the hill at work, and I looked. And uh, the Pokemon was a gold duck, which I didn't have yet. And I went to swipe and then realized that I didn't have any Pokeballs. And I was like, it's going to break my golden rule of never doing a microtransaction in a mobile game. But I'm going to do it. I bought, you know, just $1 worth. I think it's 20 Pokeballs. Yep. I was like, $1. Who cares? You know, I could spend that on a bag of chips or something. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with it. I, I want a gold duck. It's the first time I've seen it, which means I'm probably not going to see it too often. And uh, I got it. Nice. Oh, boy, Corey. Yeah. Welcome. I feel different. Do you? Yeah. I feel you, slimy. You, you look at the world you in look, a different light. You, you seem slimy. 
much slimier than last week. I think we talked about this before. I meant to mention it in the previous times we talked about Pokemon Go, but if if you're on Android, there's a there's an app called the uh, let me call it up Rewards, uh, and it's you take a surveys based on like location or a, you know your your age group or whatever that you're in. Um, and if you if you download that and take the surveys, you get Google, you get rewarded with Google Play credit. Uh, sometimes it's quite a bit. I've gotten over a dollar uh, on one survey a couple different times. Uh-huh. Um, so I I use that from for my Pokemon Go transaction. So I've I've bought a few, uh, uh, you know, twenty twenty count Pokeballs yeah. a couple different times because a lot of times I I play from home uh, or like if I run to the store or something I play from there and I, but so I don't get to hit the Pokestops as much. Uh, so I don't get the items as much as I'm capturing Pokemon. So I, I have had to spend some money on buying Pokeballs. Nice. Yeah. But it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's not actually my money. It's rewards from, from taking yeah. surveys. I think That's probably nice. Lifetime I've made over 30 bucks on the Google Play Store from just taking wow. stupid wow. random surveys. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And lately, since I've been going more places... uh I get more surveys, which is also nice. So there's that. <laughs> uh, oh, one thing I wanted to talk about. They, they made some announcements at Comic-Con for yeah, Pokemon Go. We should probably cover those real sure. quick. Do one of you guys have them? Well, I think the biggest thing is that they said the game is only about 10% what they want it to be. Yeah. Which sounds super promising. Sure. Um, I I said you know, my very first comment about the game was uh, I don't know how long I'll play it, and uh, it's going to depend on on what they add to the game uh, down the down the pike. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of room for stuff to add, and you know if they said you know the game's only ten percent, then we've got a long way to go. Sure. Which is nice. Uh, what else did they announce? They want uh, Poke Stops to be unique. So it would incentivize you to visit different Pokestops instead of the same ones over and over again. Uh, I can't remember. What else? What were the other announcements? Raids. Will knows more about that than I do. Yeah, they're, they're going to do them. Oh, yeah, basically. we talked about that last week. Yeah. The raids. That was just rumored at that point. I think everything's just been confirmed because of Comic-Con. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Raids, they're going to be adding the Generation 2 Pokemon sometime yeah. like later this year. December? I, yeah, Corey, you talked about uh, Pactor and how he said Pokemon Go is going to be popular for, what, this four months is what he said? I think so, yeah. I think and they're going to release the generation Pokemon right as it's starting, the, the popularity is starting to wane to get people back into it again. That's, yeah. It seems like the, the that's what the plan's going to be. The slow drip of content. Yep. Everyone's just thirsty for. Well, I mean, you just think like people who who played for a couple months and maybe put it down for a while to hear, oh, uh, the Generation Two Pokemon are, are out. I gotta, I gotta go catch them. Yeah, you know, gotta catch them all. So, I feel like there was one other thing they talked about at Comic Con. Um, let me let me call up my notes from the Pogo podcast. Pogo podcast. At. Uh, Oh God! Twitter backslash. It's fucking infiltrating this podcast now. <laughs> I guess it has been for the last twenty minutes or however long it's been. Oh, they said there's still undiscovered Easter eggs. Yeah. 
which is enticing. And, and cool. a lot of people speculated that maybe that has something to do with Ditto, which has yet to be caught. Yeah. Yep. Nobody's seen a Ditto. So dig around. Dig in the menus. Maybe Ditto has to be caught in outer space. Yeah. Now that we're talking. By by astronauts. That'd that's, be cool. That's, that's space what I station. want out of this game. Ditto is on the moon. I'm already planning my Europe trip so I can get Mr. Mime. You can get him out of an egg. Well, that's silly. But the chances, I mean, the chances are slim. Yeah. Considering I haven't found my Growlithe yet. I haven't found uh, a lot of Pokemon yet. My Growlithe got away. That's devastating. Bastard. Somebody took a gym in Newark Valley with a 2,000 Growlithe. Or Arcanine, sorry. That's what I meant to talk about. I was at a wedding last week, uh, and we got locked out before the rehearsal started. Uh, and the church we were at just so happened to be a gym, so I sat there for like twenty minutes and single-handedly took down the gym and captured it. That was my first experience, like even nice doing yeah. the combat at all. Um, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It's, it's can be kind of fun, I think. Once you figure yeah. out how you just gotta whittle whittle the whittle the gym down slowly but surely, because all the Pokemon were more powerful than me, so I had to. Can you just run through all your Pokemon if you want? And just keep. You get six to choose from. Yeah, you six, and then when do you get to choose. You set it up before you enter the battle. Yeah. Uh, oh, is it just the... your top six? They pick. They Whichever pick like six. Pick. Yeah, they pick six, and then you can swap them in and out. How come I've never seen that when I've attacked gyms? I don't know. You should. What? Maybe I'm just glossing over that part. I don't know. But no, yeah, I don't know. we we after the rehearsal, we went to my father in law's for pizza afterwards. And when we came back through and went by the gym, someone had already recaptured it, so I only had it for probably Aww. a couple hours. But it was it was still fun. Did you collect your coins when you while you had it? No, I think you have to hold it for. No, you can do it right away. Yeah. Oh, really? No, I did not collect coins. It's only ten coins and some stardust. Oh damn it! When you, if you when you first get it. Oh, I well, I do have ten coins, so I must have gotten them. Oh yeah, maybe it gives it to you no matter what. Oh, I have a pogo tip. You should save all your stardust until you hit twenty. Yeah. Then you can start using it. Yep. I started. Well, doing that. Y- yes and no. I mean, you could also if you get a powerful Pokemon earlier. That's you know a th- around a thousand. It's okay to use it as long as yeah. you're using it uh, for like the purpose of capturing gems and getting stuff that way. Yeah. But yeah, in general, there's really no point in using your Stardust until later on, because that's the higher your level, the, the higher combat power Pokemon. Yep. Okay. Any other thoughts on Pokemon Go, Eric? <laughs> Nah, it's really stupid. <laughs> I'm still playing it a lot more than I thought I would be at this point. What? Me too, that's two, for sure. Two weeks. Know, it's disappointing, Two boys. and a half weeks. I've walked 45 kilometers. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Nice. It's been too hot for me to walk anywhere here. So. Do you, uh, the, the peak daily active users, 25 million wow. in the U.S. alone. That's I'm crazy. That's seven percent of the U.S. population. Uh, that's pretty crazy. That's fucking 
What? Why? Why not? Oh well, man, Pokemon's popular. If it gives people a reason to go out and walk, then like it shouldn't matter. Yeah, I don't buy that. Why? So, I don't even want to get into this with you. I really well, don't. Well, let's don't, move along. If you don't, don't like it, enough. that's one thing. But, like, if it gives people a reason to go outside and walk around in some place. That's why people are playing. Cause it, like, I, yeah, why not? Why It makes walking more fun. I don't think it makes walking more fun. It's and really annoying a lot of times, to be honest with you. Why? I've literally had people run into me on a downtown mall because of it. That's, sorry, then. I don't know. Okay. You got to put a cold shoulder into them. Should I have to do that? And then call them nerds. I mean, I don't care if they play video games. I'm not going to call them nerds because of it. I clearly play video games, but, like, I honestly, I don't see what the appeal is. I really don't. Like, I get the collecting of Pokemons and all that, but that many people to be playing this game, I just, it blows my mind. Yeah. I don't I really. Just, I just don't get it. I don't really have a good answer for you, Eric. To be honest with you, nor I. You don't need to. I think. I mean, I did talk a little bit about like the the marriage of mobile gaming with uh, traditional powerhouse intellectual property, mm-hmm. and this is kind of what you end up with. I know. I'm just surprised that that many people were. Yeah. But I, I do think it does. It, I mean, it, I think it has something to do with the fact that it's a lot of people's first experience with, uh, like geocaching type stuff. You know, yeah. Like it's just so new and cool to 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 people that aren't familiar with it. Um, I mean, it's my first experience with that kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't play Ingress or anything. Uh, it's I don't know. And it's what's weird about it though too is I there's I told the story on uh, another show that I do. <laughs> that I was walking the dog the other day, and these kids who couldn't have been more than ten years old came up to me and just asked me if I play Pokemon Go, and I thought that was weird. Like ten year, even ten. I mean, I guess Pokemon is still like, as kids are born and growing up, they're still playing Pokemon. But I always thought of it more as like a, a millennial, like yeah. twenty people, twenty to like thirty five. You know, that age group was the biggest Pokemon proponents but i guess it you know permeates all the way back sure yeah you always wonder too like how much of it is people uh who like pokemon and play pokemon and how much of it is uh people who know someone who likes pokemon and plays pokemon that got them to try it and play it yeah. you know because that like i spend quite a bit of time on the pokemon go reddit and a lot of it a lot of people's parents are are playing it you know like like teenagers parents are playing it with with them and asking them for tips and stuff like you know, a lot of it is uh, something fun for families to do, you know? Yep. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And I think it's going to be interesting these next, like, couple months because there's going to be a, a, a vicious blowback to all of this. One, I was talking to my wife about it. and school Once school starts again, I think there's going to be sh- some issues because she always tells me how few, if any, Pokemon there are where she works at a school. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's by design, you know, because cell phones are, they're, they're hard to like ban in schools, you know, kids will always uh-huh. find a way to have their phone on them probably. And, you know, if, if kids are catching Pokemon in class, like that's going to be a no, no. 
Oh, and that's definitely going to happen. Sure. But if if there's, like, strategically, like, not any or hardly any Pokemon in a school, that might be a way for Niantic and uh, the Pokemon company to avoid that sort of uh, blowback, you know? Yeah. There's definitely... That's part of what I was. What I meant is the you know practical blowback to it, but also the just like cultural uh, rejection of of something that it's super popular, like out of the gate, and then you have that bubbling yeah group of hatred. You know what I mean? Yeah. For anything popular that happens, sure. uh, and I don't know. It'll, I just think it'll it'll be a interesting time. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? It could be dead next week. Yeah. But is just judging from what I see in town and stuff, it's just as many people still playing, like kids. Yeah. I can't believe the amount of kids I see on a daily basis now outside with their phones. I, I saw two kids rollerblading with their phones, <laughs> helmets on and everything. I'm like, man, you guys are really cosplaying. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, <laughs> I took the kids to the park today uh, earlier in the day and. There was people there playing Pokemon Go. They were all older people. They weren't kids, but it was weird. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I, I don't think if, if the biggest update we get is new Pokemon in December, I think that's going to be a problem yeah. for the game. And it's, not gonna be, it's not going to be able to go four, four months without anything major, I don't right. think. Yeah, there's people that have caught all the ones they can already. Yeah. I mean, they're doing trading before then. Yeah, um, and that'll be a big thing for people like like us who don't have all the Pokemon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know. I I don't know. I'll be interested to see how the trading works and how like more of the team stuff works. I can't imagine the next big update will be Pokemon. Yeah. Hope not. But they also only have like a 20 person development team, so. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay. A lot of, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yep. Any other thoughts? No. I got none. Shall we get into feedback? Did we have any? Yeah, we got a couple. Oh. Good. <coughs> I saw one, Dan. Uh, we got one from Tito, too. I got the one from Idaho Jake. Okay. Did you pull the one from Tito up? No, I can get it, though. Okay. Uh, so Idaho Jake says, Hey, guys, I had to give my kids back the X-Bone, so I got my PS4 back and downloaded Neverwinter, and here's what I think. Neverwinter is kind of just like any other MMO, uh, but I'm enjoying it because I can play it with the PS4, and I have five friends playing it, so we are going to start up a guild. I think I'll stick uh, with it as long as I have people to play with and I have solo quests. Other than that, there's less than two weeks away from No Man's Sky, and I am super excited. Now for the Idaho Jake question of the week. What is your perfect gaming day? For me, no kids, an endless cooler of beer, a drunk, corny wife, and a good RPG. (laughs) That's it. Get out of my email. Uh, Mine's similar, Jake. Uh, No distractions, beer, food, and just the entire day to play games. I have not had one of those in quite some time. So that would be my ideal gaming day also. Uh, also, uh, very, very strictly controlled temperature. Don't want it to be Ooh. too hot, not too cold. Just right. It's key. 
Yeah. Ideally, I wouldn't have to get up to go to the bathroom, but if I was pounding beers all day, obviously I would have to get up and, and whiz. But yeah, mine, mine would be very similar to Jake's. Nothing going on the next day, too, so I could stay up super late. Yeah. Like 4 or 5 in the morning. Yep. Uh, I'm with I'm with you guys. Like, anytime yeah. uh, the lady goes out of town for a weekend or something and I don't have to work, and I know I just have uninterrupted chunks of, like, 15 hours. Yeah. Those are the best days. It's making me salivate. Yeah. That's the good stuff. But I will also say, uh, some of sometimes I have a hard when I have that much time. I have a hard time focusing on like one game. Sure. Uh, and when I have the most luck with that is when I'm hungover. Like for whatever reason, when I'm hungover, my brain works in in a way that's like I'm very excited to sit down and play a video game, and I can play anything without getting bored of it. It's weird. Well, it gets your mind off of your hangover, probably. That must be yeah. At least part of it. Well, uh, this past Monday, I had off on Monday, and my mom came up, and the girlfriend and I took her out to dinner, uh, and I started pouring back the beers at dinner. I had to work on Tuesday. And uh, <laughs> Monday night, we came back, and I was drinking wine after drinking a bunch of beer. Ooh. And uh, needless to say, I did not feel well. I was a little late to work on Tuesday, and I was really hungover all day. Uh, but when I came home is when I was able to sit down and, and focus on some I am, I am Setsuna. So. Nice. Wine hangovers are brutal, too. Yeah. yeah I was nauseous all day. Ugh. I had to work a full day. Uh-huh. Not good. <laughs> all right, well, ideal gaming day. Uh, oh, my ideal gaming day is probably during the winter. So I can just lay under blankets and play an RPG. Yeah, like a snowstorm outside. Yes, because I don't have to do anything. Yeah, except in the back of your mind, shovel. No, Dad will do that. Oh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that would probably be it. And just having a warm beverage, my mittens on. Nice. Eric, ideal gaming day. Yeah, I'll I'll take the winter part from Will. Uh-huh. Um, pizza, coffee, Mountain Dew, and Rocket League. Uh-huh. Uninterrupted. That's it. Nice. Sounds like a haiku. Yeah. <laughs> Food. <laughs> well written to the point. <laughs> Food's important here too, because you know gamers are always stereotyped as liking Doritos and. Yeah, we do like Doritos, but Doritos are not a good thing to eat when you're gaming because you get cheesy fingers. Yeah. You don't want to get cheesy fingers on your controller or mouse and keyboard or your discs if you're changing out discs or what have you. So I always like pretzels. Pretzels with some queso dip is a good uh, game Yeah, snack. if you're eating pretzels by themselves, they kind of get your mouth all fucked up after a while. Yeah. They go dry and salty, you know? But I guess if you got queso dip, queso dip, I wasn't with you until you said that. Okay, well, and beer. I mean, I'm willing to wash down straight pretzels with beer. I just don't like I... beer very much. Oh. oh, I love beer, but not when I have a long gaming day because then it becomes a beer day. <laughs> yeah, and not a gaming day. Sure. So I have you to know, avoid it. I was talking to somebody about this today. You know how, like, when it's really hot out, people say, like. God, a cold beer sounds so good right now. 
that sounds like the worst thing for me on a hot day. Yeah. I cold, just can already feel a headache coming on. Cold lemonade sounds good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I was I was like that too. Um for for a little while until I like once I acquired the taste and it I mean it the beer matters too. Yeah. Like you're not going to want to drink uh a stout <sighs> on a hot summer day. But Forever. but a but a nice <laughs> I love stouts, but yeah, but crisp a nice lager. like yeah, a nice crisp crisp uh, I mean, maybe, maybe lemony and i've tried that and it's just i don't know man i think i acquired the taste for beer at one point and then uh-huh. i lost it again gotcha and i just don't want to get it back nah i don't want to no yes way. you do i really don't Let's... i'm going to a bachelor party next what month are we in yeah next month yeah we're going to do the same thing you guys did uh-huh in cooperstown we're going we're going to the Amagang Brewery. Is that the one that's up there? Yep. Yeah. And then we're going to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> beer and baseball sounds terrible. Uh, you will not like the beers either, I don't think. Perfect. At Omegang. I'll just drive. Fuck it. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> a lot of them are like strong, strong tasting beers, hoppy beers. <sighs> Bavarian. Yeah. Great. I'll just bring a flask and drink liquor like a man. There you go. You would like the Witta, Eric. The Witta? Yeah. Do you have any vice up ya? It's a wheat. Yes, I know that. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks, Jake. Tito in LA here says, not much happening on the gaming front. Got more into Pokemon Go, just trying to level up fast. There's a great near area near where I work, the Santa Monica Pier, that is probably the best place to go in Los Angeles, so I'll be hitting that spot up more. I'm kind of interested in RimWorld and We Happy Few, but with No Man's Sky looming, I'll probably just wait on those games. Still continuing my adventures in Red Dead Redemption. While I was riding around in the wilderness, a lady ran into me asking for help. Someone had stolen her wagon, but before she could finish, a cougar came out of nowhere and killed her, thus having the side mission fail. It was hilarious. I stayed in that area for good, in that area for a good ten minutes and ended up wiping out like twelve cougars. Seemed like the game couldn't stop spawning them like popcorn. The things I like about Red Dead are when you feel a badass when you're riding with a posse to a mission, uh, about to take out a gang hiding in the canyons or a ghost town. It's like I'm playing Tombstone the game. That's all for now. Go Team Instinct. Oh, Tito's uh The Few the Proud. Team Instinct. Wow. He went to right. hipster route. Nice. Yes he did. Uh I used to work near the Santa Monica Pier as well. On Fifth and Wilshire. Nice. Wilshire. I don't know. I I'm <laughs> Fifth and Wilshire. I've heard uh I mean as you know, Corey, reading the Pokemon Go subreddit. I've heard a lot of things about the Santa Monica Pier, okay, from people's posts on on Reddit about it. So, I've heard of the place and that it's a great place to catch Pokemon, because you get rural players complaining that they don't have any place like that, you know. Yep. Uh, yeah, we happy few Rim World. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. The one thing that's stopping me from getting in on that is that it's still tagged early access, even though right. they say, oh, this game is fully playable. And Yeah, you still ultimately never know what they're going to add. 
before Jeez. release. Like even if they just tagged 1.0 on it at that point and then yeah. updates, but you just always, I'm always skeptical about early access right. stuff anymore. It's like this game looks awesome, but do I make an exception on the early access thing? Yeah, I mean, I don't might know. as well. You broke your mobile game rule. That's true. I've changed. Changed, man. Slimy fucker. <laughs> I like new Corey. <laughs> um, yeah, RimWorld is uh, looks awesome. It's uh, described as Dwarf Fortress, for but easier and like a sci-fi setting. Yeah, sci-fi setting. Yep. Yeah, I looked into it a little bit. It seems cool. But I'm with Tito. Like I, I, I'm gonna have a hard time getting into anything for the next week and a half, or whatever, till No Man's Sky comes out. It's one of those times where I'm just not gonna want to start anything new. Oh, new, No Man's Sky is less than two weeks. Yeah. I can't wait for that episode. That game is <laughs> gonna suck. Wait, which what week are we doing that? I've totally convinced myself. The uh, week of the eighth. No, because it comes out on the 9th. The 9th, yeah. That's the week it's out, yeah. We're probably going to want to have a week so and a half So we're going to wait until the following week? We'll see. I don't know, but you're not going to be able to play it, Corey. That's why I couldn't wait for the episode, because I will not have played it, and I'll get to hear you guys' thoughts. That'd uh, be fun. You know what's funny? I've been watching some trailers for the game, and I think it looks awesome, so I hope I like it. Yeah, I watched their four, uh, four trailers for it. It looks like it's going to be Starbound, but 3D. That's another one that I got to play. Yeah. Well, that's next week's. Oh, is it? Starbound, yeah. Oh, boy. Starbound 1.0. I think it's 1.0. Yeah, it is. Okay. That's it for feedback. Thanks, Tito. Eric, you didn't play any more Red Dead, right? No. Okay. All right. Um, any other thoughts, questions, comments? No. Are we, are we doing what we didn't play, Corey? I totally forgot. Again. I can look really quick. I can name a couple. Uh, go ahead. Headlander. Oh, yeah. Looked interesting. I didn't bite because it looked too much like an action, or I'm sorry, an adventure game. Oh, uh, okay. Huh? Um, quadrilateral lateral cowboy. I plan on playing. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. I thought about it until I listened to Giant Bomb today. They don't know what they're talking about. Ah, uh, God, the one guy I don't know his name is it Alex. He's That's not on Giant Bomb. Yeah, who's the other? Who? Dan. Dan. Maybe it was Dan. He didn't like he, it. The guy that's not drinking caffeine. That's Dan. Dan. Okay. <laughs> He hated it, and everything he said, all the reasons he said, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't like this game at all. <laughs> so I'm not going to play it. Well, uh, Patrick Klepek, who uh, broke the Thumbstick Athlete story on the internet, likes it. So if he likes it... What I'll are you talking about? He broke us, man. Yeah, he did. What do you mean? He's the one that first posted the... Rocket League video. Oh, is that him? Rocket League with real announcers. Yeah. It's the only video we have over 100 views. And it has well over 100 views. I think about 100,000 now. Yep. Oh, Corey's uh, wit 
witness one has thank you tito a thousand i think 1500 <laughs> five thousand isn't it is it i haven't checked it in a while Wait, is that the one you got hated on Corey? because of the mouse cursor yeah yeah it was because <laughs> i left the mouse cursor in the six thousand nine hundred and ninety nine views on that wow. one so almost seven thousand pretty much seven thousand nice yeah, okay. it's nice to to see something and and do it and have it work. And by that I mean, somebody wrote an article on that game on Kotaku, and there was literally nothing else on it about on the internet. So I just quickly did a playthrough, posted it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I was the second such video, but the first guy didn't get as lucky as me with the views. Uh-huh. Ow. Okay, so yeah, Starbound for next week. Starbound 1.0. Actually, I already played a little bit. I played for like half an hour today. So you just got out of the beginning? Yeah. Part, right? Yep. That's I got on I the too. planet and died a couple times, and I was like, okay, I'll call it quits for for now. So, okay. Uh, I guess that'll do it for episode 262 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.